hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, before we get started on today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that we do talk about some themes of suicidal ideation and miscarriage in this podcast episode. So if um, today is not the day for you to listen to those, feel free to do self-care, skip this episode or come back to it later. Um, But otherwise, I hope that you enjoy. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I am very excited today to talk to Ariel. I have been communicating with her for like a month now, right? Where we've been. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> she showed me some pictures of what happened when you used some products. And I am just really excited to hear your story. I feel weird saying excited because, you know, it's like not a good thing. <laughs> I totally get it. I mean, it's exciting to be able to spread the truth. I think that's really what you mean. Right. (laughs) It's exciting to spread the truth. And it also, it's exciting. We're using air quotes now. Exciting (laughs) to like know that people aren't alone in these things. Like, I think we need more people to say like, this did happen to me. This is not a rumor. This is actually what happened. Um, So yeah. How um, were you only experience Monet or did you have any other companies that were for me it was only Monet so I never really I mean I mean back in the day like I was pitched Amway before and I did it for like two days and I was like I don't like this and then I was pitched World Ventures and I did that for like a month and I was like I don't like this and I backed out of it because I was for me the more I thought about it I'm like an MLM just really isn't the structure that I want to be in it doesn't make sense the amount of work that you have to put into to see any kind of result just it the risk reward just didn't do it for me. So I just never really like thought much of it. But in terms of like a really negative experience, Monet is the only one where I'm like, you can burn. (laughs) Absolutely. And um, after seeing what happened to you, like I just know, just know. And I say you can burn just like it burnt my scalp off. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty serious. Literally, it was probably one of the most traumatizing experiences that I've ever had with my hair in my life. It was, I don't know what direction you're looking to go in this, but I just wanted to say like, it was just super uber traumatizing and disgusting and just the way everything was handled with it. I don't know, like it just made me look at the company in this light that I don't think I've ever looked at a company in before. And it's just so disappointing and disgusting at the same time. 
And like looking, I, I'm scrolling through our chat now. And like you sent me pictures of your hair beforehand and like, damn, you had some nice hair. I mean, you still have nice hair. But, <laughs> but well, like, I mean, my hair was my staple. So I also do freelance acting and modeling. Most of my gigs, I was booked for my hair. So for listeners that can't see me, <laughs> I have really, well, had really thick, long, luscious, curly hair. Like my hair was down to my low back curly tight thick and luxurious and it was really my staple it was what I was known for it was what I was booked for most of the time it was almost like my identity I would say and I like prided myself on how well I took care of it I mean I had an experience in the past where I tried to go blonde yikes (laughs) for (laughs) someone with naturally black hair don't try to go blonde especially if you're not going to do it the right way and it all fell out and I really dedicated like seven years of my life into just being healthy with being a healthy person, treating my hair nicely, figuring out what it liked and doing biweekly masks and oil treatments. And I was so on top of it that my hair just thanked me for it and grew like a fucking weed. And it was amazing. And all for one month's use of Monet to destroy everything. And when I say I used it for one month, I used it for one month and not even consistently, which it's just incredible how that product with even just minimal usage of it can just cause such pandemonium to your body as a whole. Like it, like outside of it, making my hair fall out, it gave me an entire hormonal imbalance that affected my entire body, my entire body confirmed by my dermatologist craziness. And I'm just adding in here, allegedly in your experience, in your opinion. Um, Allegedly in my experience, in my opinion. But what I can say, I brought all the ingredients, like I brought the um, fact sheet from the Monet products that I used and I brought it to my dermatologist and the, the hormones that are in it, he said that is most likely what caused the imbalance. So my dermatologist was able to actually confirm that that type of ingredient can cause these results. No way. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) And you see, so this is kind of what I think, or I wonder if this is what happens with some other people. Cause so I had a, I had issues with Monet products too, but my big thing for me was that when I was using Plexus project in my experience, I became suicidal when I stopped taking the products because of the way, uh, like the way it affected my hormones and stuff. But I was so ingrained product of the product. Like I knew it was the product, but I was embarrassed to go to my doctor to say, is this what, like I'm I am 99% positive that is what happened. Like it's the only explanation I have. And like, when I go back on, like, I like did all this stuff, go listen to my episode to figure that out. But like, you know, I think that it's really awesome that you like actually went and took the product to your um, doctor. Oh, yeah. I think that a lot of people are scared to do that because it means that they were wrong. Because I'm the type of person I read everything. I read everything. I read the ingredients. I read the FAQs. 
I read every detail that there is to know about any product that I'm going to be using on my body. And I started using the products because my uh, ex-best friend at the time, who was also my hairstylist, was began selling the products. And she had phenomenal results with Monet. Her results were incredible. And her other best friend had incredible results that she joined her downline. And I was like, well, you know what? Like I'll support you. I'll buy the products. I'll try them. Um, I used it the first time. And I mean, it did make my hair feel softer and it, and like my hair did feel better. And I thought it looked good too, but then over time. And when I say over time, I mean like a month, right? I just noticed a dry patch at the top of my scalp. And I just thought at that time I was living in Connecticut. I just thought, well, you know, it's December going into January. It's getting colder outside. Maybe my skin's just getting dry. My friend at the time, she's like, oh, babe, you have dry skin. Like when I'm telling her what's going on and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, maybe, I don't know. And then, uh, like my boyfriend at the time who also had like curly hair, a lot of curly hair, and I would not let him use my Monet. He had said, well, like, I think like he had noticed that I had a ton of hair in the shower and he was like, it looks like you're losing a lot of hair. And I was like, yeah, I must just be shedding or something like that. He was like, no, like this is way more than usual. And mind you, like I had a ton of hair. So it like, In the beginning, I couldn't really differentiate from the amount of hair I would typically lose like naturally versus the difference until literally one day I'm in the shower and chunks of my hair are coming out, literal chunks, and it's not stopping. I'm raking my fingers through my hair and more and more and more is just coming out. And I'm sitting there in the shower, bawling my eyes out, dropping to the floor, not understanding what's happening with me because this is not normal, obviously. And it took me maybe like a month to go like no it's so I stopped using the products in January and I went to the dermatologist in March because at first I was like I'll just stop using them and I'll go back to what I was doing but my scalp kept getting worse and worse and worse and I kept losing more and more hair so obviously at that point I know that there's something wrong there's something deeper that's happening with my body that I'm not understanding right now because nothing that I'm doing is helping And when I went to the dermatologist at first, he was saying, well, I don't think a product can do like a product can't make your hair fall out. And I was like, I I don't think so. I think you're wrong. And I challenged the dermatologist. And And that's when I went back again for another appointment. And I brought the products and I brought the ingredient lists. And I was like, I want you to look at this because this is the only thing that I was doing differently because I am the type of person when I find products that work for me, I don't deviate. So prior to using Monet, I was using the same products for six years, six years. I was using the same exact products. And the only thing that changed was incorporating incorporating Monet to it. And then the Huns are like, oh, well, you can't mix it with other products and you have to use it exclusively and you have to, um, and you're probably just detoxing. And I'm like, that's bullshit (laughs) to tell. Like, I don't care what anyone says. It is not a detox for all the fucking hair to fall out of the root. 
Like that's not okay. And my cousin who sold the products at the time too, and I was talking to her about it, really just to warn her and say, hey, listen, I know you sell these products. This is what's happening to me. This is my experience with it. And I just think that you should know. And she was like, well, it sounds like you're just detoxing because, you know, when you put something clean on something dirty, then obviously there's going to be a reaction. And I was like, bitch, did you just call me dirty? <laughs> like, oh my God. And, right. And then she was like, well, I mean, the products you were using weren't clean. I'm like, you don't know what I was using. And my hair was fucking perfect for the last six years. My hair was amazing. It was better than it had ever been. So healthy, so long, so shiny. I did not need Monet. I was only using it to help support a friend. And now I used it and it's biting me in the ass. And now fast forward, like outside of my hair falling out it burning off my scalp, I was literally bald. The, all of the front of my hair was gone. I have a ton, like now, like it's been about a little bit over a year. And I wound up having to just chop all my hair off because it was the bald spots started growing in because I had bald spots all over my head in various places. So now like as that, that started to grow out, my hair started looking so weird with all of these patches that are coming out of different places. It was awful. I stopped modeling for like the year. I stopped taking gigs, which means it lost me income. Like I was super suicidal. I covered all the mirrors in my house for like, a month. I didn't want to look at myself. I didn't leave the house. I basically was going through so many other things emotionally that I just like couldn't handle it. Like I could not handle it. And I just felt so weak and so drained and so unseen. And I felt like I was alone in the world because everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. Be in the friend that I had, like she completely chose the company over our friendship. I was super depressed and she was just, and she just fell off the face of the earth because whatever, I'm not going to say anything negative about her or her upline or downline or whatever, but I, I went through the whole thing alone and fast forward again, like a couple months as that's happening, I consult my, my uh, dermatologist and everything. Now I'm getting patches on my chest, patches on my back, patches on like all over my body that looked just like the same patches that was on my scalp. It literally spread throughout my body. And the dermatologist was telling me like, well, the only solution is to get biological shots because you have a hormonal imbalance now. And I was like, listen, I don't think the cure for a hormonal imbalance is to pump me with more hormones. <laughs> like that just doesn't sound right to me. So, I mean, at that point, I just made a complete lifestyle change. I made a complete lifestyle change. I changed my diet. I changed like my intakes. I, I changed my state. Like I changed everything because it like, I feel like Monet for like 2021 just completely destroyed me as a person. Like Monet, I can honestly say almost took my life. <laughs> wow. And like when you originally told me like your story, I could only imagine, like, I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing it all the way through, right? You know, we've only been talking on Instagram and I was like, I, I used the products and I got like irritation and I used it like once and then I stopped um, because I was like, I'm clearly using the shampoo wrong and it made me feel stupid. 
but it's like, like how can shampoo be used incorrectly that's exactly. the thing right and that's what they say they're like you have to emulsify like that shouldn't matter why like why is it okay to use shampoo in an incorrect way that makes no sense you put it in your hair and then you wash it out exactly exactly and these and so I was like oh whatever and I remember like I'm for me my hair is like so important to my identity like you can't tell but my hair is pink and I have like rainbow streaks in it and like that's like it's just so important to me and like then looking at the pictures that you sent me and like having that be your job and like it, as you said at the beginning, like it's part of your identity and like it is, that's part of like the way society teaches us as like female presenting people is that like your hair is everything. Your hair is your crown, mm-hmm. right? I felt like I lost my crown. I felt like I just wasn't even myself anymore. I was a shell of a human and I had, and I really just went through it alone. I felt so unseen through the entire process and no one really understood what I was going through because I had a lot of trauma around my hair I mean even growing up like I am mixed I'm Jamaican Israeli and Moroccan I have really curly hair um I like I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood in South Florida where I was bullied for being the only person of color and having curly hair. And I used to hate my curly hair. I used to perm it. I used to straighten it all the time. I would flat iron it every day. I was just so not nice to it, right? And then I was able to really, probably around age like 20, 21, like figure out like, all right, this is who I am and I have to embrace it. And I have to really love myself and love me the way that I came. God makes no mistakes. So I, that's when I started to really take care of my hair. I stopped perming it. I stopped coloring it. I stopped doing everything. And I really just took a turn to be nicer to myself and nicer to the way that I naturally came and take care of my hair. And I did that. And I felt, and the part that bothers me the most is when I use the products, it was really just in an effort to, yes, A, support my friends, but they're talking about how healthy it is for you and that it's vegan and that it's the cleanest products you'll ever find. (laughs) Like as if I'm doing something good for myself. So I'm thinking I'm spending this absorbent amount of money on these fucking products that are going to actually make a difference in my life. And the only difference that it made was that I didn't want to live my life. It was fucking crazy. Right. And like, you never think like, oh, like I'm going to try this shampoo and it's going to negatively impact my mental health to the point that you want to die. Literally. And another thing too. So I was reading the FAQs in the rejuvenate oil. And like I said, I read everything. And one of the questions was how often should I use the product? And that was the question. And the answer was, we recommend daily use. There are no known side effects. The fact that they can put that in writing, that there are no known side effects, when you can literally Google rejuvenate oil and find out that that is one of the most complained about products in terms of what people are suing the company for in a class action settlement. I kept that. Like, if you want a picture of that, I can send it to you because I thought that was like the fact that the company can just boldface lie like that on their own, like about their products for what they're sending to people. Cause someone like me who read it, I'm like, okay, they're saying there's no known side effects. 
I didn't think to go Google the product and see, oh, well, let's see if there's a class action settlement against this company, right? Like I didn't think to do that because it was my best friend at the time that was selling the products. I trusted her, I trusted her judgment. I saw her results. And I'm also always very vocal that these are my results. This happened to me. I'm not saying this will happen to you. I'm not saying this will happen to other people, but I am saying that it happened to me and it happened to tens of thousands of other women too who had negative results from using the products. And I just feel like it's important that people know that this is a possibility when using these products. All they talk about is how these products are like God's gift to hair, how they're the best thing ever, how they change their lives, blah, blah, blues, blah, blah, right? That's fine. <laughs> Say all the positive things that you want. No one's stopping you from doing that, but no one is sending the message about the, the possible side effects. Right. It's not like they're giving both sides of the coin. They're only telling this fairy tale about all of these amazing things without even giving any type of indication that results may vary. Right, exactly. And that's such a good point though, too, because if somebody came up to you and said, hey, like you should try this shampoo, it's fantastic. You could have really great results or you could lose your hair. Exactly. No one's giving them those two options. Who's going to buy that? It's, that's the thing. No one's telling them what could happen. It's like, hey, this could either be the best thing you ever use in your hair or the worst. The choice is yours. And I'm pretty sure some people would still try it, right? I'm pretty confident that even if they came at it from that perspective, right, some people would still try. But obviously, that's not what they're doing because they don't want some people to try. They want everyone to try because they want everyone to join their downline, <laughs> Or be a VIP, which is just out of this world ridiculous. Absolutely. So all this happened, you got pretty much no support from anyone. Did you end up trying to contact Monet? Like, what did you end up doing? So I did talk, I did contact Monet. So when I reached out to Monet and I told them about my results and I told them what happened, their response to me was to offer me more products. That's what they did. They said that I should try using this instead. And I was like, did you not hear me say that your products made all my hair fall out and I'm bald at the front of my head and there's huge chunks of missing hair all over my fucking head? And they're like, well, I'm sorry that this didn't work out for you, but I mean, there's a lot of different product lines that we have. They were literally, it's almost like they were trained to try and cross sell no matter what results a person is having. And I'm sure like if it was someone else who's just desperate, they probably would have just tried something else. But I, and it was insane. And that, and I had that conversation over the phone. And then I had another one, like in a chat with someone and they said the same exact thing. And then I went to go try and save the chat and it all disappeared. That is, that is sketchy. Yeah. And even like the girl that was my friend once upon a time, like she was saying, like, I, I, I can't believe you think it's your civic duty to like, you feel like you need to warn people. I'm like, I do feel the need to warn people. Like same way how you feel the need that you want to sell this product. That's fine. I never told you to not sell it. I never told you that I don't want to be your friend anymore. If you sell it, I never had that dialogue, which you do you boo boo. Like if you want to sell the products, sell the products. But if I want to talk about the products, I'm going to talk about the products and that's my right. I have freedom of speech. This is my experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And I wouldn't even be as vocal if my dermatologist did not confirm that that particular ingredient, it's the red clover extract, if that particular ingredient did not, is not known to cause hormonal imbalances, which I had. Oh my God. So allegedly that product, it, that ingredient in the product is what caused all my hair to fall out, my scalp to burn off. I need to have bald spots all over my head and have fucking spots all over my chest and back and arms and everything like fucking A, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at side effects of red clover. Just a quick Google. And right there, estrogen-like effects, bloating, breast tenderness, irregular menstrual periods, decreased sex drive, weight gain, mood changes, rash, muscle aches, headaches, nausea, vaginal bleeding or spotting. I mean, that sounds terrifying. And allegedly, there are other women that I have spoken to who allegedly suffered from marriages from using the products. Because remember, when you're pregnant, there's a lot of hormonal things happening with you. And they were using the products. And unfortunately, they suffered miscarriages. And obviously, we can't say that is due to Monet. But we can say that we do know that Monet has estrogen-like ingredients in their products that should not be used by people who are pregnant. And I think that's another warning that Monet should have. Please consult a doctor if pregnant or something like that, right? I mean, if you're a product that contains hormones in it, that obviously isn't for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just so gross that like, I just don't understand either. Like, this is what really gets me about Monet. So like, literally they're being sued, right? Like, so. But if you ask any of them, they won all the lawsuits. They settled. They settled. Um. Yeah. So like, you know, they have all these lawsuits. There's all of these complaints. There's all of this bad press. Why have they not reformulated? And that's my thing. And, you know, if the, if the company cared, what they should be doing is trying to contact people like me and the thousands of other women and men who made complaints about it and try to maybe study one of us see what about us made us have this type of reaction to try and see how they can reformulate to make it better. But that's not what they want to do. Instead, they want to silence us. I'm very vocal on social media about my experience with Monet. And that's because I feel like it's very important for people to know what the possible side effects are. And I feel like the best way to do that is by sharing my story. And every time I share my story, I shit you not, I am flooded with support from people who had the same results, but just didn't have the courage to say anything. Women and men, men have also contacted me too, saying that they used the products and they just thought it was them, that their hair got thinner, that their scalp started to burn, that their hair started falling out, that like so many of the same types of experiences that they had similar to mine, which told me even more that by my speaking out, it showed me more than I even thought that I was not alone. And it told other people that they weren't alone either. And then it was able, and now I have so many people that tell me all the time, if they see Monet in someone's cabinets, or if they see Monet in someone's bathroom, that they tell them like, listen, I have a friend that this, like, this is her experience. This is what happened to her. And then they're like, really? Like this was happening to me, but I didn't think it was this. And then they discontinued use and either it continued to happen until they made some kind of change or whatever they were experiencing stopped. 
So sometimes I feel like people don't even know that what they may be, what, what might be changing about them and their hair and their body could be directly correlated to the products that they are using. Absolutely. And, and like, I think the other thing that you said too, was that you were like, you know, I realized this was happening. I stopped you using the products. And then your doctor was like, you have to change something. And like his solution was an option you weren't a fan of, but you were like, oh no, I'm going to take this into my own hands. And you had to change a lot of stuff to make it so that you felt better. And like, that's something I think that people don't usually talk about. I don't think I've heard anyone talk about that, that like there could be more steps that you need to take more than just discontinuing use. Like for me, what I found was I, like I said, I stopped using the products in like January and then I was still shedding and was still having that hyperpigmentation all over my scalp and was still not growing hair back in those spots until like October. Like it, and like it, nothing helped until October ish. Oh, and that's only because at that point I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I was just, every time I looked in the mirror, I was just so upset primarily with myself for not doing more research, like for not even doing a Google search on the company, because I read everything that the company provided, all of the company provided information. And obviously they made themselves look like the best product in the universe. But if I would have even taken the matter into my own hands and do a little deeper digging if I googled Monet and I saw everything that that is that is out there about it I never would have used the products I never would have taken the chance because I fucking loved my hair like why would I roll the dice on my hair like that why would I think that I'm special and like that wouldn't happen to me no I am special and that shit did happen to me (laughs) but what I wound up having to do was what really helped me was I changed my diet and I became a vegan for I couldn't do it for any longer than a few weeks to be honest because I just I love cheese and dairy but I wound up being a vegan for about two and a half three-ish weeks and then I was a vegetarian for about a month and then I was a pescatarian for about another month. And then uh, unfortunately my best friend passed away and I was like, fuck it, YOLO, I'm eating meat. <laughs> yeah. But was that enough? To, I mean, like, again, we're not recommending that anyone does anything, but was that enough time for you to kind of get a reset? I, it did. It helped tremendously. It helped yeah. tremendously. And that's for me personally. But I think like, any, like if anyone does a change in their diet, depending on what like they're looking to do. I mean, the food that we put into our body is like natural medicine, right? Right. I mean, no matter, like if you're putting clean things into your body, like naturally clean things, not the Monet clean things, (laughs) then I mean, whatever desired result you're looking for, typically you may be able to find it. And that's just what wound up working for me. I started noticing um, the hyperpigmentation evening out a little bit. I started uh, to realize that some of those patches started to grow in and I was able to really take those necessary steps to do my best to get my hair into a better, healthier place. Like right now, I no longer have an opaque scalp where you can see right through it. So my hair is growing back, which I'm super happy about. And what I was really, that's just the most worried about was, will my hair ever grow back again? I didn't know if I had permanent damage. I didn't know if it killed the bulb. Like I wasn't sure what happened to my, to me because no one could really give me a 
an answer that satisfied my curiosity or that could really help me, which is the real reason why I took matters into my own hands. And now, like, obviously my hair isn't what it used to be, but I'm seeing progress, which does make me feel a little bit more comfortable and tells me that there's hope. But again, everyone is different. And I do know of other people who have not had the same luck as me by having better results over time and their hair going back in. Some people's hair texture has just been changed forever. And I mean, even now my hair texture doesn't feel like it used to, but at least it's go it's trending in the right direction. And I'm hoping that with go, and I literally have just gone back to exactly what I did with my hair before I use money. I'm literally doing the exact same thing that I did before and it's starting to grow and be healthier. It just, it just kills me that one month took away. How long do you feel like it has taken you to get to this point? Oh my God. So like I said, I started using the products in December. I stopped <laughs> using them last December. So December, 2020 was when I started using the products. Okay. I stopped using them in January, 2021. And from January to like October, I was still facing that hyperpigmentation and like hair falling out in chunks. And now from November to present, November, 2021 to present May, 2022, I'm finally starting to feel like my hair is in a better, healthier place, but it has taken over a year, over a year. And it's probably going to take another two to three years for my hair to even be a normal length again. Because like I said, I had to do the big chop and like chop all my hair off. Yeah. Oh, which I can only imagine how emotional that must have been for you. I mean, even now, like I, like, I know I really should have chopped more off because it's still not even, like I said, like I had bald spots all over my head that are now growing in. So the only difference is now that my hair is shorter, it's not as noticeable, but I just didn't even have the balls to do the chop that I was supposed to just my own insecurities, transparently speaking, like I just didn't feel confident enough to do that. Yeah. And I just did, I, I just couldn't. And I figured I'm going to cut to this length that you see now. Um, for anyone that can't see it's uh, slightly above my shoulders. Um, but I did that cut and I figured as it grows in, I'll just continue to cut and let it get as healthy as it can. But it just really sucks. It just really fucking sucks. And there's no other way that I can spin that. <laughs> yeah. Would you be open to sending me like some pictures? Like, well, I know you sent me other ones, but pictures that you wouldn't mind me posting with the podcast so that people yeah. can see. Um, I'll send you before and afters, girl. Yeah, send me. It's so funny, like Monet posts this post there before and afters of like, this is how great my hair looks, even though they're not allowed to post before and afters. I also will say that if you see someone posting before and afters, they are not supposed to. Monet agreed that they will not do that. The, uh, these Monet women also are not allowed legally to claim that it makes your hair grow. They're also not allowed to claim that the products are vegan because not all of their products are vegan. So they can't say that they're a vegan company. There are so many things that they're not allowed to do that I see them doing every single day, every single day. It's absolutely wild. The claims that they make all of the time. And like, it's so hard to keep up with like, you know, um, all, all of the companies and all the things they're not supposed to be doing. And it's just like, oh my God, can this industry just burn to the ground already? Because it's just a giant dumpster fire. Literally. And it's so disgusting. Like, 
the cult-like nature that they have, the way that they like just try to, if you like talk about your own experience, all of a sudden your negativity, you're the problem. Da 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 da. When I, the first time that I made a story about like it was a day that I it was one of the first days I chopped off my hair. Um, my friend that was working with Mon with Monet that we are no longer friends. She came over because she felt really bad. So she, like I said, was my hairstylist, and she gave me a haircut, the worst haircut I've ever received in my life. Everything was jagged. Everything was uneven. Uh, and I'm a curly girl, and when you have curly hair, you're not supposed to cut wet supposed to cut dry she cut wet and I knew she wasn't supposed to do that but I was just in such this place of disarray and just desperation that in my mind I'm like well she must know what she's doing at that moment she didn't I think both of our emotions were too high for her to be coming anywhere near me with a pair of scissors so she also gave like on top of it I got a botched ass haircut and then which made it even worse mm -hmm. my goodness gracious and then um it was just, where was I going with this again? <laughs> I'm, I'm I, don't know. I was going somewhere with it, but either, oh, oh yes. So after that, I remember, I'm like Dory from Finding Nemo, <laughs> <laughs> something shiny. So after that, like I looked, like after she left, I just looked at my myself in the mirror and I just broke down in tears. I broke down in tears and I was just so depressed. And I just went on my Instagram and I made a story and I talked about my experience. I talked about what happened with Monet. I talked about what it did to my hair. I talked about how insecure I felt. I talked about how sad I was. I was crying through almost the entire thing. Like my emotions were so high and I received a lot of love, but I also received a lot of hate. Like after that, the friend blocked me she like it was awful like I'm like so you're mad at me because I spoke my truth but whatever and then I also received a lot of um, messages from bot accounts or like uh, troll accounts like I got a death threat I literally I got people saying that it's all my fault how can I blame a company because I'm like this is like it was crazy I was like bring on the hate I'm ready for it. I, I, I am cool with this. Let's go because this is my life. This happened to me. Who are you to tell me person who can't even come to me with their real name or real picture to start talking shit to me about my experience? Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't say that. Actually, I was very eloquent in my response back to them, but that's what I thought. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I was just looking to see it. Cause like, I mean, yeah, you do, you do have quite, quite a decent following on Instagram. And I think that that makes a difference to like how big of an audience you're talking to with what reaction you get. Um, I, I mean, obviously it's also just luck of the draw of who's watching, but like, I also, it also got shared a lot. So that story, uh, so I wound up getting and I, I wish I made it as a post, but I didn't, but I'm actually going to after we get off here, I think I really should go ahead and make a highlight on my Instagram, which is R-E-L-A-R-I-E-L -E -E dot G-E-M-M -M for anyone who wants to see. I'm going to make a highlight on my Instagram of all my Monet stories. And I also have a lot of screenshots of people telling me their Monet experiences too. And I want to go ahead and add that to the highlight. So at some point in time, when I have the energy, I'm going to go ahead and do that just so that way anyone who wants to see absolutely can. Um, but a lot, like when I made that story, I had 
a ton of story shares. It was the most viewed story I think I ever had. I had over like 12,000 views on it, which like for some people is not a lot, but for me, like I typically don't get that many views on a story. And I just saw so many shares going into so many different directions. And I got so many messages from strangers, from people that like don't follow me, people that do that I didn't even know did, from people that just wanted to contact me and give me their support, people that wanted to contact me and tell me their story. Like at that moment, like I, whatever I was going through, like internally with the ex-friend and all that, it didn't matter because I to- it told me that I was doing something bigger and I was doing something important and I was finding a need in that's not being satisfied in the marketplace with MLMs especially regarding Monet, because a lot of people don't have the courage to speak out against their MLM experience. And I really just wanted to break that stigma and be like, I'm going to tell my story, however it looks, however other people are going to react to it, no matter what people are going to say to me or what they're going to think about me, because it is more important to share, to let someone else know that it is safe. You're not alone and that you can find empowerment in telling your story. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was so well said. And like, I think that this is a huge problem within the MLM industry because it's a money grab system because of the way pyramid schemes work. The money flows up instead of flowing down like in a normal corporation. And they do not care about anything other than making money. So they have everything set up to just look nice and look great. And so everything is just pretty, pretty, pretty. And then they don't care if the products are dangerous. And like, that's huge. Cause I've also heard that the Monet sleep, spe- sleep spray. Um, I had someone tell me that that made them feel suicidal. Um, and my experience with products from Plexus made me feel suicidal hair, like this issue, hair loss and all of these things, the moldy leggings, breathing in moldy leggings that can make you sick. Um, paparazzi jewelry, like being poisonous, like these products can be dangerous. I am not saying that all MLM products are dangerous. Please don't come for my head, but they can be. They absolutely can be, especially when you're not giving people the proper education, right? Because again, in my experience with Monet, let's say I was told that this is a possibility, then obviously if I chose to use it, I am now an informed consumer who is choosing to use this product and take my chances on what my reactions may or may not be. However, I was deprived of the opportunity to be an an informed consumer because the company went out of their way to be dishonest and untruthful in their own marketing materials of it, in what's supposed to be the informational packet, which contains false information. Like that has nothing to do with me. I did my due diligence. I I read everything, everything they provided. I read, I looked at, I made sure that before I used the products, I read the directions on the back of it too, to make sure I was quote unquote using it correctly. And still, this still happened to me. Absolutely. Um, and I would just like to put out there for anyone that's listening to this podcast, like if you are having this experience, please make sure you are, Uh, reporting your experience to the FTC and feel free to send uh, pictures and screenshots to go with it um, because they need to know what's going on. Like this is absolutely insane. 
that this happens to people. Like, we shouldn't even have a podcast about this. Like, this shouldn't even have to be a thing. I'm telling you, when I heard that I had the opportunity to tell my story, like to anyone who wants to hear my story, I tell it. I will literally tell a random person in this line at the grocery store about my Monet experience. I will literally tell anyone who will listen anyone who will listen like and a lot of people when they see me if they don't follow me or whatever they're like oh my god you cut your hair I'm like yeah Monet made it all fall out do you want to hear why want to see the want to see the pictures when this happened and I will literally send it to everyone and I and, and I tell people I'm like hey do you want me to send it to you if you know anyone that's using the product you can let them know about something that happened to someone else because again people need to know it's about raising awareness it's a numbers game as many people as I can touch with this information as possible mm-hmm. like is still not enough more people need to know more people need to be aware more people need to understand that this is a problem this is a problem that there is a solution for but that they're not being open enough with to try to find the solution because i'm sure it can be fixed but they are choosing not to absolutely i i I really stand by that that they are choosing not to fix that in my opinion because like i said in my opinion yeah but again, I, I, for me, I literally told them and their, their response to me was try, try this instead, try this other product that we offer. And it took me like six months to get a refund, like six months of me calling over and oh, like, give me my fucking money back. Did I just pay to get all my hair to fall out? <laughs> like, come on. Absolutely. Like if they really cared, they would reformulate. They would take these pro these ingredients out of these products that are causing issues why haven't they done this i do not understand if it could literally be such an easy fix hypothetically i don't understand why there's hormones in their products in the first place (laughs) right like isn't shampoo just supposed to be soap for your hair like why do you like why do you have hormones in your products it makes no sense it makes no sense and if you do, I feel like that's something that should be heavily disclosed, Absolutely. heavily disclosed because horm- like we all have hormones, right? But yeah. we don't know what our balances are. And that's something else that I tell people. I'm like, hey, listen, if you know exactly what your hormonal balance is at every point in time, in every waking moment of your life, absolutely go ahead and try the product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if you know, then I guess, I guess, you know, you know, but exactly. like, I didn't know clearly. <laughs> I don't know anyone who does know. So like, it's just, the whole thing is just so messed up. I, I, I honestly can't stop talking about the fact that I don't understand why they haven't changed their product. And I think it just comes down to the fact that they do not care. It In their matter. mind, the way that they're looking at it is like, okay, well, let's say we have a hundred thousand customers and only 40,000 of them have bad results and their hair falls out and their scalp gets burned. But we have another 60,000 who are doing perfectly fine are buying the products over and over and over again, who are getting other people to sign up into their downline. And now they're making more money off of these other people that are signing up into their downline. And now that the people in their downline are going to make a bigger downline and they have even more of a downline. They're going to start selling more products. And even though it's going to hurt more people, it doesn't matter because we're getting more people and we're getting more customers. We're getting more numbers. Like that's really what it is. Right. <laughs> they, exactly. 
exactly. they're more focused on the downline because think about it like these products are exorbitantly expensive we already know that yeah. so that's what that's what they're trying to do to make money on the back end with the products but the real way allegedly that they're making money is by having more people join the company buying right. in to get their welcome kit packet people buying their own products to hit their monthly goals to hit whatever and if anything, one thing that's really not talked about as much is the fact that a lot of the money that's getting circulated is from within the company. <laughs> exactly. Like if you have to, like, if you have to hit a PV volume, like tell me another industry where you have to hit a PV volume. I have been in sales for my entire adult life, starting in the financial industry and now I do real estate sales and I did mortgage sales and I did, uh, I did investment sales and retirement planning. Like I am classically trained in sales. There is literally almost nothing that someone can tell me about a sales tactic that I don't already know or that I haven't heard of or different sales structures, especially legitimate ones. Because one thing that I will say, like, for example, it's people say it's a pyramid scheme, right? I personally probably would not call Monet a pyramid scheme because they are rendering a product, right? They are structured like that pyramid, but they're doing that so they can't be called a pyramid scheme because right. it's a pyramid scheme if there is not a product that's being sold and the whole purpose is to sign people up, whatever, whatever. However, so, so, uh, so actually uh, the, it is still a pyramid scheme, but it has a product because a pyramid scheme is not even about the the shape which is, is a triangle and that's why people it still is anyway but <laughs> but um it is it is a triangle but you know like because everyone will be like well ceo manager blah 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 um uh anyways but the reason that a pyramid scheme is a pyramid scheme is because of the direction the money flows in a regular corporation walmart for say the money flows down the customer purchases the product and then it all goes to the top and it funnels down and that's how everyone gets paid in um a, in a pyramid scheme the money is from the people within the pyramid so it's all circulating within its own like self and it's which it is but there, yeah. it's also getting that influx of cash from like their vips that they sign up a lot of the time unbeknownst to them allegedly right. i mean i know plenty of people who were signed up for the vip and had no idea what they were signing up for um but that's neither here nor there because again i've i've made so many contacts with so many people all yeah. over the world based on my activism around monet and yeah. my experience with it that i have just heard so many stories so many disgusting stories, horrendous stories, sad stories, like heart-wrenching stories. It is awful. It's and it's so awful bad. that this company can even still be in existence without even in it. Like, I mean, I don't know if they've attempted to reformulate, but I mean, I'm sure if they did, there would be some kind of change or there should be some kind of announcement that they have. There should be some kind of public apology that they make to people like me or people that had experiences like mine and worse. Cause I also know I didn't have the worst experience. I'm just very vocal about mine. It's, it's just so sad. It's so sad. And sometimes like I like when it, when everything first happened, I literally cried myself to sleep every night and cried waking up in the morning. Like every morning I woke up. It was just like they don't know what they do to people and they don't care. They don't. They don't care. And that that's not the only problem, but it's certainly a really big one. 
All right. So I feel like we've gone all over the place. Is there all anything over else the <laughs> you want to touch on? Um, um I honestly, for me, it's just really, I just want as many people as possible to understand what the potential reactions that they can have are, because that's my biggest piece of activism is just the fact that people don't know what the potential reactions are they don't know how their body is going to be after they try these products and i don't feel like there's a they do a good enough job or a job at all in telling people what the potential side effects are and that's that's the only thing that's really important to me that as many people can hear my story or people who have had similar stories to mine to have the courage to share and even if they don't just at least know that they're not alone absolutely i i I thank you so much so um the final question is what is your anti-MLMY? I mean, I, I think it's kind of funny to like ask this question because like you literally just like told us your whole story and I was like, that's it. But, but you know, in MLM, um, I know you weren't a, a rep, right? But like in MLM, we were taught to like have a why that makes you cry for why you are in an MLM and why you're selling your products. So what's your anti-MLMY? What powers you to keep talking about it? My anti-MLMY and what empowers me to keep talking about it is to, in hopes to just prevent this from happening to other people. Like I said, I think that what these companies do to people is so disgusting. The way that they make people feel like if I gave in to what my what I wanted to do last year when I was going through all of this, I would not be here right now. I would not be here right now because every single day for like three months straight, every time I closed my eyes, it was a thousand ways to die. And and I just imagined all of these different creative ways that it could happen. I mean, I was also watching Criminal Minds at the time. So there was a lot of (laughs) death that I was watching too. And all I could imagine is like, maybe all of this could just be over. Like this could all just be over and none of this would matter anymore. And no one would care. Cause again, I went through everything alone and it was just, it took so much willpower to just keep going and tell myself and tell myself that it will get better. Things will change. And I really found my empowerment in talking about my story in raising awareness, because like I said, that's what this is all about raising awareness just so people know that they're not alone in the world and that and hopefully stop this stop someone else from having the same results as me and hopefully someone can hear this who might have had similar thoughts to me and I can just tell them it will get better like I mean life isn't perfect for me right now but it's it's better than it was and Monet had a lot to do with the lowest, darkest point of my life. And I just want my why is for people to know that they are not alone and that life after Monet can get better. Absolutely. Well, thank you so, so much. Do you want to say your Instagram handle one more time just for anyone that missed it the first time? Absolutely. My Instagram handle is Ariel, like the little mermaid, A-R-I-E-L dot G-E-M-M. Ariel dot gem. Love it. Thank you. It will be in the um, show notes as always, but 
Thank you so, so, so much. I appreciate you so much for being able to share your story and being so open about it. We need more people to speak up. And I know that it's not possible for everyone to do that, but you know, every voice that we get is helpful to our movement of and helping educate people and hopefully saving one person from trying a product that could be dangerous to them, either physically dangerous or joining a company that is financially dangerous. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a fantastic weekend. Bye.